Well, everybody's talking about the coronavirus, and a lot of different states are getting shut down. People are going to be on the internet a lot, and so one of the things we thought we could do is try to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, uh, you don't get to quit being a parent, do you, when the coronavirus hits? So how do you parent through COVID-19. Yeah, well, hey, you're, you've got, like, old kids, so I, why don't you start? I, I you, you, yeah, you grow them up before the thing hits. That's what you, you do. <laughs> you parent. You yeah, you got you got the old kids and then grandparents. How do you grandparents? Yeah, so, I tell you, it's tough being a grandparent, man, because uh, you want to grab those little kids, you want to be around them, and you know that for probably your sake and their sake, you shouldn't do that. So we've had to maintain social distancing from our grandkids and our adult children. Uh, one adult child lives in a different state, so it's easier. Um, but you just be wise and encourage them to be wise with their children. That's our biggest concern is that uh, they would operate uh, on principles of wisdom to try to do what they can to not uh, promote this access to this virus. Mm -hmm. So you're a dad. You got six, one on the way. What do you do? Yeah, I can speak easily to that kind of 10 and down range. And the biggest thing is they're going to follow. You're going to follow you. And so if you go out there like, oh, there's a plague, it's going to kill us all. <laughs> They're going to be up at night with nightmares and stuff like that. Yeah. So we try not to uh, overplay it or downplay it, but talk to them about uh, God and his word. Talk to them about um, plagues that have come through and sicknesses that have come through in the past. Um, for our kids, it's not terribly different because we homeschool them. So some people are like, well, what's new exactly? <laughs> we don't socialize our kids anyways. <laughs> they don't get to go outside. Um, no, we did. We had, we had a little Skype meeting with a bunch of people from our church recently, and that was good yeah. because the kids did. We, we, actually, we actually had some friends over at our house. And so, again, if we have one person over at our house, we're in trouble. But we consider this not a social <laughs> gathering to have one friend over. We have some, some elderly folks that are at certain facilities that lock them down. I'm thinking, right. well, I'm technically I'm locked down if I can't have a single person over. But anyways, we had some friends over, and the kids were, like, going nuts. Everybody was healthy and clear, and they had a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. I think that is important, have them fellowship in appropriate ways uh, yeah. through this virus without doing anything that's foolish. Um, and But then helping them to see their part in all of this, that's one of the things we've tried to do. So, talk, yeah, there's a real there's real trouble out there. Let's think about our church with all these people. So we start praying for some of the mm-hmm. uh, higher-risk people in our, in our church. Um, and then praying for our community. Right. So we, we wired through, we have a community that we live in where we can communicate like through Facebook. And we told people that we're having some of our low risk people in the church serve people that are high risk in our community mm-hmm. and having them participate in that. Boy, it really, it, it protects them from fear and helps them to really have some, some courage and be praying and taking responsibility for others. Yeah, I think that's great. And uh, using the technology, you know, so we, we do, do get to Skype or FaceTime or Zoom uh, with grandkids pretty often and with our children as well. And that's good just to have communication, uh, be available to try to answer questions. And I think what you said remains true that people will, people under our influence or people who love us will very often take their cues from us. Mm-hmm. And so don't panic, uh, try to be wise, try to access the best information. We have a little group chat amongst our, uh, adult children and, Donna and me, and so we'll send out articles through that or insights that we've come across, or uh, sometimes people will put up uh, uh, songs that they've heard, the new Getty song based on the first question of the Heidelberg Catechism, you know, made its way through our group chat as well. So things like that, just to stay in touch and to remember that though many things have changed because of coronavirus, the most important things have not changed. God's still God. Christ's mm-hmm. still at the right hand of the Father. The Word of God's still true, and all the promises are still secure because of His blood. Amen. Yeah, I, in one way, I think parenting is really a, a way out of some of the problems that are existing right now because um, while, while you don't want to spread the virus, uh, parents have to be 
know, close to their young children, at least mm-hmm. to care well and to provide for them. Um, and it takes courage when you start to think in realms of terms of responsibility. Well, I can't go out and panic in front of my kids, right? right? So it helps you kind of pull it together and care for those uh, who are under your care. And boy, if that principle replicates throughout the nation, uh, you could see some really good things with people taking responsibility to protect those under their care, but also not give them cause to panic. Yeah, and it's a great time to catechize your kids, to uh, help them memorize scripture. We have put the Truth and Grace memory books on sale right now because of the COVID-19 virus and people needing to stay closer to home. So if you're not familiar with the Truth and Grace memory books, you can go on founders.org, get in the bookstore, and you'll see them on a special sale. We'll get them out to you as quickly as we can.